0: Red Sands Investigations Episode 2, Keep It Hidden
1: Jim Marley, Private Eye, Deceased Since my death, I'd been pretty busy. I won't bore you with the details, but suffice to say, I hadn't been keeping a close enough eye on what my niece was doing with the detective agency I'd left her. She fixed the smashed-up office door, but she didn't stop there. No, seems she wanted a fancier color scheme than magnolia with a hint of tobacco. Within two days, the place was cleaner than a pastor's joke. Well, still, fresh paint and flowers don't attract clients. No, private eyes need a bit of trouble around to drum up business. And, fortunately, trouble is one thing Red Sands has never been short of. Soon enough, some of it came knocking on the local fortune teller's door. Trouble she didn't see coming. Come. Wonderful. You're still
2: open. I need my fortune read.
3: It is late. Usually I am finished now.
2: You can't. You must see me. Just five minutes of your time. Please.
3: (sighs) Please excuse, but the lady of the caps gets her crystal ball. For you, I will read your fortune.
2: You see the future in that thing?
3: Many times. Many possibilities.
2: I need numbers. I need to know my lucky numbers for tonight.
3: Lucky n- numbers
2: for the roulette at the casino.
3: Gambling? No, I'm sorry. I do not give numbers. What
2: do you mean? You have clairvoyance? I
3: do not see numbers. I see the heart. Your heart is troubled. Sit. Let the lady of the cups. Help. I don't
2: want my heart mended. I want some numbers. Just this one time. Give me some luck. It
3: is not good. No. No gambling. I, I only tell your fortune. This I will do.
2: This is ridiculous. Why not? Afraid of being revealed as a charlatan? Is that it? You just play with people? Please.
3: We try to help the heart. Please. It is tradition. Cross my palm with silver. Like
2: this? It, ah! Shut it, or it'll be your throat bleeding next. It's my wallet that needs assistance, not my heart.
3: No lucky numbers. I can't.
2: Of course you can't.
3: But money in box over there. There, take it all.
2: I don't want to, you understand. If you'd given me my numbers like I asked, this wouldn't be necessary. You're the fraud, the thief. This is all there is.
3: Yes, this is all.
2: Fortune-telling, not so (sighs) lucrative. And yet you all decked out with jewels.
3: Please, can you repeat Remove
2: them, that necklace, those rings. Allow me.
3: Uh, uh, Oh, my hand.
2: It'll heal. Let it be a reminder to you. If you tell Anyone about this, the Red Sands police will come knocking on your door. And you don't want the police in here, do you? Oh,
3: no. <laughs>
4: Morning,
5: chicken. Nick. Where are you going, Tiff? Don't lose your place in the queue on my account. On an errand, are we? What's this? Paint stripper? Pliers? Duct tape? Got a suspect to talk to, then? Nick,
4: I'm in a bit of a rush.
5: To run off and use your little interrogation kit here. I wouldn't trust your boss with pliers. She'll be accidentally pulling out clients' fingernails.
4: Collar's not my boss. We're partners. And, look, don't be rude about her, okay?
5: Why? Am I going to end up duct-taped to a chair in her office?
4: The tips for Leaky Pipes. Shame. We're doing the place up. Not that it's any of your business.
5: But it is my business, darling. That's exactly what it is. My business, my turf, and you two are moving in on it.
4: What do you care, Nick? Surely we're no competition for a detective like you.
5: What's that? Sarcasm. Oh, Tiff, what's she done to you? Wait. How much has she found out about Jim's death?
4: She still thinks it's suicide. Please don't tell her... That it was
5: murder? course not. Last thing you want is her asking around about Treskillin and his cronies. I want her out of my business, Chicken. I don't want her dead. Good. Tiff, you do know you're on the losing team, right? You ever want to work for me, my offer still stands.
4: Thank you, but I never was one to get picked for the winning team, Nick. I don't know what I do with myself... Well, Uncle, looks like
6: you and me have got ourselves a bit of time together. So, why did you kill yourself? The answer's gotta be in one of these tapes. Any last messages? Huh? That's odd. 142 tapes, Tiff said. So, where's the last one? Not here. Oh, wait a minute. Ha! Tape 143! Even better. Okay.
1: Let this blow over. I meant to leave you flowers, kid, but th- if, Sweetheart, just a note. Don't worry about filing this. They're on to me. I gotta get away for a few days and, and let this blow over. I meant to leave you flowers, kid, but this'll have to do for now. Be careful. Treskel and- Oh,
7: Oi! Oh. Someone to see you, Molly! hurry
2: it
6: up! Ouch. So the door was kicked in. Sounds like you were in trouble, Uncle. Oh, well, no point in Tiff yet. Hey, is that you, Tiff? I need that duct tape right now. Well, unless you like swimming. Hey, yeah. Been busy? Thanks, sweetie. Um, yeah, these pipes should be in a museum, though. How's the wall coming?
4: Just one more coat. I'm back on it. I'm back on it.
6: I think I might walk down to the seafront in a minute. I need to go get some fresh air soon, or I'll be flying out of here on these fumes. Hello?
3: Door is open, so... Hello?
4: Oh, it's the Lady of the Cups from the pier! Er, Tiffany, no? You remember me! Oh my god, Carla, she's brilliant! You told me something good was going to happen. Do you remember? When I saw you after Jim, a new life would begin, you said. Just give it time, and you were right, because Carla came along. Easy
6: there, Tiff. Put that brush down if you're gonna, you know, emote. Sorry. I'll, I'll be out in the back. Just clean up and stick the kettle on. I'm Carla Marley. How can I help you, madam? Please, come me
3: to Rata. I tell fortunes like Tiffany say in beer. You look the part.
6: I'm sorry? Oh, uh, your clothes. You know, the big headscarf, very colorful. A great look. Uh, Thank you. You want your fortune? No, thank you.
3: Oh, you don't believe. It's um, not my thing, really. It is okay. Me too. But uh, do not tell Tiffany, eh? Hope is never hurting. In my country, I am a doctor. Specialist of clinical psychology. Here, I must improve my English before I can work as a doctor. I have choice of jobs, cleaning, collecting fruit, but I chose reading hands. It is a nice job. I practice my English. I am listening, I am watching, and I am giving a placebo effect. you understand? Maybe it is a little the same for you with your job, huh? Hmm, something like that, maybe. Please go on, Dorota. I am having a big problem. Last night, a man came. He had a knife and he took everything. Money, necklace, rings. The money, it is only money. But the ring of my grandmother, it has much meaning to me. You got held up with a knife? That's stuff for the cops. You know, the police. Oh, no, no, no police. Please. I am legal. I am allowed to stay. But please, no police.
6: Okay, no police. The man who threatened you, can you describe him? I try. He was very tall,
3: more taller than you by this much. Uh-huh, about 6'2". That's not
6: much to go on.
3: Hair? Eyes? He wore a big hat, an under hat, like this.
6: A mask? Uh,
3: like an like old man.
6: Huh. anything else, Dorota?
3: What about his voice? High, low low, maybe big. Big Yes, but I I can't understand what he said. Not English. You get a language? English, I I think, but not every word I know.
6: Long words. <sighs> my English is not good. Your English is fine, Dorota. I can understand you right? He's got some kind of dialect. What's the ring like?
3: It is a yellow stone of my country in gold. The moon and two birds.
6: Okay, well, he's going to try and sell it. I can have a look around, see if it turns up. Can you draw it? M- my hand, I... Holy... Did he do this? With knife, yes.
3: It is big, but I saw worse when I was a doctor. It will be okay. Oh, I remember. Please give me your hand. On his hand, this and this and this is gold. His fingernails? Gold? yes in in my country this is not usual
6: for the men it's pretty unusual here too huh don't you worry dorota we'll nail him <laughs> please repeat uh, uh, no it's it's a bad pun bad joke uh, um okay so i'm going to get tiff to drive you home don't worry we'll get him
3: Tiffany, darling, you drive to me, you'll carry bags. You did too much for me, please go home. Let me go in
4: first, check it safe. Wait, what was that? Huh? In your hut, I heard somebody move. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Don't open
3: it! <gasps> Quick, inside, please. <phone rings> Tiffany, oh, the- this is Annie. <laughs> Shh. She was afraid. She is staying here. Here in your fortune-telling hut? Yes. I cannot bring her to my room. My landlady... Annie is from my country. Traskillian's men brought Annie to Red Sands in a truck. She ran to here. She saw my sign. It says, welcome in our language. I am giving her help. Traskillian's still trafficking? Of course he is. Who's going to stop him now that Jim's gone? I am sorry. Your boss tried to stop, but the Treskillin, dangerous man.
4: He killed your boss in the pier. I know. How? I only told Nick. Of course, fortune Teller, you know everything before. Dorota, did you know Jim was gone today? Oh, no, no. Of, of course not, Tiffany. I'm sorry. It's just... You saw my future, and you start, you said, and you were right. Oh, Tiffany. Dorata she is seeing only good futures. But Triskelin is a bad man. If he hears Annie is staying with me, he'll kill you both, and me, and anyone else he thinks he needs to. I know. Please tell nobody about Annie. I promise.
3: Don't worry. And please. No police.
4: Are you kidding? I may as well tell Treskillin myself. Your secret's safe, Dorota.
6: Bills? Already? Yeesh! Add them to the junk mail pile, I would. Yeah, who needs desk space anyway? How did it go with the Julius? Nothing. Not in the antique shops either. Not in Hawk. It was a long shot, hoping he'd be desperate enough to offload it round here. Still, they'll be looking for him if he does. He won't be able to sell it. So that's it? Sorry, sweetie. I want to help Dorota as much as you, but we got nothing. There's enough security cameras on the high street to man a reality TV show, but nothing on the pier. Zero. So, what, we give up? Jim wouldn't have given up. Jim gave up the biggest way you can. That was unfair. I'm sorry. From what you've said, he sounds like a great guy.
4: The best. He was just the best.
6: You were in love with him, huh?
4: What's the point in hiding it now?
6: No point. That's why you broke it off with Dale Diamond, gift to the ladies, right? Right.
4: Jim didn't know how
6: I- Oh, I wouldn't be so sure about that. What do you mean? If you ever need heart surgery, tell them to check out your sleeve, okay? That obvious? Oh yeah. Where's that whiskey? You didn't go and finish it already, did you? Uh, maybe not before lunch, eh? Well, that's an improvement on last week, sweetie. After food, we can maybe take a walk down to the pier. Talk to the cotton candy guy, you know, so on. See if they saw anything. Sounds good. Okay, we got pizza, Indian... Ooh, Chinese. Aladdin! Which would be Arabic
4: food? No, the panto. Dale dropped off a flyer here, look. It opened last week. I said I'd go. Dale's in at stage managing. Panto? That's some kind of stage play, right? You've not seen a panto? No. You've been deprived. The great fun. Lots of silliness and naughty jokes. Men dressed as women. It's behind you. Um, wow. It's unusual to have one in June. They'll normally come with turkey and tinsel, but there's no tourists to flog tickets to off-season.
6: Let me see that. Oh, is that Dale in the
4: turban? That's little Kenneth Halliday. You know, the comedian? Really old school.
6: How should I know? Under all the gold makeup tiff? Dorota mentioned gold nail polish, right? Look at what we got here. You're
4: right. That's it. Let's go to the theater.
6: (laughs) I mean, oh, whoopee.
4: (sighs) We grew up poor, we did. They're rehearsing. Here's your chance to see a bit of panto, Carla. That's Kenneth Halliday. He's the baddie. Ah, that's
7: more like it. I was bottle fed. Got all my nourishment from my daily bottle. Just like my dad. Oh, yes, I know all about the perils of alcohol. And I could see you do too, madam. Here's a little song about how my father always used to get out a bottle of booze. My dear Papa would get it out each night, would you believe? But Mum would only touch it on St. George's and New Year's Eve. She told him she would leave him if he didn't stop his fun. So he'd sneak around to Auntie's, cause she'd gladly give him one. Oh, don't get it out. Don't get it out. They're only going to want one if you wave it all about. Don't get it out. Not in front of the kids. You know it'll only ruin them, so keep that bottle hid. The magistrate would get it out, but only for the boys. The vicar, he would... Hello? Can we help you, ladies?
6: The performance isn't till seven. Carla Marley, private investigator. And this is my partner, Tiffany Bishop. How do you do? Pleased to meet you, Mr. Halliday. Likewise, madam.
4: Could we possibly have a chat somewhere quiet? Don't want an audience,
7: then. Sorry. Sorry. Terrible joke. This bloody panto's rubbing off on me. Clive, I'm taking five, okay? This way. Just so happens, ladies, I have the key to the bar area. Don't tell Clive, though, or the spotlight will be all over the shop tonight. One whiff of the barmaid's apron and he is off. Still a manual rig, you know. You complain, but where does it get you? Anyway, the chorus is always late, and George is probably off doing one of his superstitious rituals. And if he doesn't turn up soon, a lad will be rubbing his lamp all night to no avail. Oh, pardon me, ladies. I like my entendres like I like my brandy. Double. If I were hiring a straight man, Tiff.
6: Now, what are you having? No, thanks. We're on duty.
4: Well... Maybe a small one won't hurt. Scotch, please.
7: Just a double, then. Bottoms up. <sighs> now, how can I help you?
6: Mr. Halliday, at nine o'clock last night, a man fitting your description mugged a fortune teller at knife point. Care to comment?
7: Good grief. Not Dorota on the pier. Is she hurt? I'll send a bouquet. Oh. Oh, you think it was me? Oh no, no. I adore Dorota. She's a real trooper. And I do have an alibi. I'm ashamed to say I was propping up the bar till eleven. Opening night drinkies. Ask anyone.
4: Well, thanks anyway. And for the drink.
7: Well, I hope you find out who did it and wring his neck. And in the meantime, do you want comps for tonight's show? doesn't look like any other buggers going to come and watch me perform this week
2: hello
5: again carla enjoying your holiday
6: nick flint i considered your advice long and hard and decided it was
5: garbage just thinking of you chicken don't want you coming to grief
6: don't you have something better to do than follow me nick don't
5: flatter yourself Small town like Red Sands, we're bound to be seeing a lot of each other. So, still playing at Private Eye?
6: Yes, aren't you?
5: (laughs) Thing is, Carla, I'm curious. Don't you find it stressful?
6: No. Why?
5: Working on a visa, I mean. Never sure when the local authorities will get wind of it.
6: That sounds like a threat. A
5: threat? Does it? Let's call it a friendly warning, shall we?
6: You know what, Nick? You're so good, giving me all this friendly advice, so I'm going to save you some paper cuts. I'm a Red Sander, sweetie. Born and raised for six years on this coast, believe it or not, I grew up talking like Tiff there. And I already did the legalities, so, yeah, file me under case closed, why don't you? Unless you got time to kill.
5: What? Why do you tell me? Why not let me waste my time? I
6: have a thing for men who wear sneakers with a shirt and tie in summer. One, to stop you bugging me. Two, I really like watching Smugness die.
4: <sighs>
6: They'll be going back in in five minutes, you guys.
5: I wouldn't watch a panto if you paid me.
6: You surprise me. So there is something you won't do for money.
5: <laughs> Gritty realism. That's what I'm about. See you around, girls.
4: He'd be great in a panto. What? Dressed up and drag? I meant as a villain. Two... I'm surprised it doesn't light up all green and evil around him every time he talks. Like the genie. Like the genie. Yeah. Georgie Lloyd.
6: You were watching for fingernails, too. What color were the genies? Green. Under the green light. Quick, Tiff, where's the stage door? We need that boyfriend of yours to let us in for a snoop around. Come on. Dale is not my boyfriend. Oh, sure he's not. Blah, blah, blah.
4: You need you! Quick! This is more than my job's worth. Dale, you're a star. Thanks for getting us in.
6: Yeah, it's lucky you're working here. Aye, well, Tiff, you can thank me later,
4: eh? If you're lucky. Okay, ladies. You have five minutes while he does his number, but then he'll be straight back, eh? you? Got it. We'll be quick. And put everything back exactly as it was, or he'll go mental. Don't worry, Dale. Go and wow them.
1: Aye,
7: thanks, pet.
4: Oh, George, you won't be running
6: short of gin any time soon. Please don't drink it. Okay, let's get to it. I'll take the table. You go for the clothes racks. There's gotta be something. <gasps> Bingo! In the makeup box, we have gold
4: nail varnish. There's something in his coat. <laughs> A mangy rabbit's foot. Whoa. If all we've got is nail polish,
6: that isn't enough. Four-leaf clover keyring. How are we doing for time? Still okay, but we can't risk getting caught. Remember, this guy has a knife.
4: <sighs> Nothing here. Yes.
6: Tiff, either we've hit upon the biggest coincidence in the history of jewelry, or... the Dorota's
4: ring! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Grab it, let's go!
6: We can't do that. He could just go back and hurt her again. We need to stop this guy. Right, that's enough. I'm calling the cops. No, Carla. We promised. We have the evidence. It'll be a few procedural questions, that's all. I can talk Rote
4: into it. No, Carla. We mustn't. We have no choice. Haven't you wondered how two detective agencies can run in a tiny town like Red Suns? The police here are corrupt.
6: Fine. No police, then. <sighs> so now what? Dale. He's got Georgie's cell phone number, right? His mobile number? Well, yes. Think you could do Dorota's
4: accent? Listen, do you hear applause? Put it back quick, Carla. Let's get out of here.
3: Come in, darling. Sit. Ah, Carla. You have good news for Dorota. I know it. You sure you're not psychic? Your face is looking like a book I can read. This is not good for your job, I think.
6: <laughs> it's probably not. But you're right. If my plan works, you'll get everything back soon. Thank you. That's why I'm here, actually. I'd like to stay with you till you lock up tonight. Our man with the knife might be coming back. Coming back? Coming here? Maybe. But not to hurt you, and I'll be here. I'll just call Tiff and let her know where I am. You are good, good girls. Thank you, because
3: you do not tell police about Annie. Annie? Tiffany said me you will understand. She was right.
6: Um, yes. No problem, Dorota. Tell
3: Tiffany Annie went this afternoon to Surrey. My family will help her find job. Thank you. I'll
6: let her know.
3: You are not making phone call? Hmm?
6: Oh, um bad reception in here. I'll talk to her later tonight. We have quite a bit to catch up on, Tiffany and I.
5: Good show all back on his fifteen, okay?
2: Hello, Sally Treskillen, Georgie Lloyd, big customer, Pierre Casino.
4: Mr. Lloyd, good timing, your repayment is due.
2: I've got most of it, almost a grand. I'll be bringing it. Most
4: is not enough.
2: What do you mean, not enough? I I don't have any more.
4: £1,155, Mr.
2: Lloyd. Well, either Mr. Treskillen requires the money or he doesn't. 80% in cash tonight. Andy, as my solemn word, there's
4: no negotiating.
2: Please, could you inquire as to whether he'll allow me back into his establishment? No big gambles this time, just a couple of spins on the roulette. I can recoup his losses.
4: Oh, I doubt that.
2: One more day, please. I'm begging you.
4: I'm not the one to
2: beg. Okay, I'm begging him. Whoever. No, don't hang up. Don't. <laughs> 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 Sally,
4: Mr. George Lloyd, actor and thief.
2: You're that fortune teller. This is a private number. How did you? How Of course. So you can see the numbers you want to.
4: You stole from me my jewellery.
2: I didn't mean to. I had no choice. You gave me no choice. I I assumed you were a con artist.
4: Give me the jewellery of my family. I
2: curse you. Too late. I am already cursed. Well, I can't sell the damn stuff anyhow.
7: Act two beginners to your
2: positions, please. Curtain up in I three minutes. I can't die tonight. I need the rest of that money. Mr.
4: Lloyd, you're on ten, man. Where are you going?
7: If you would like to finish your cigarettes, ladies and gentlemen, and make your way back into the auditorium, the performance is resuming in just a
2: few minutes. Let me into the box office. Mr. Lloyd, Act Two's about to start. Shouldn't you be... The box office, now. I'm not sure... How do you open this thing? I don't... Open it! What are you... That's stealing. No choice, Eddie. No choice.
7: <laughs> it's not part of the show! He's got the takings! I saw something like this once in Stop
6: him! <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany explained to me about the police here in Red Sands. Every police are friends of Truskillin. Truskillin? I heard that name earlier. Treskillen
3: is Mr. Rad Sands, maybe. He has this pier. He has hotel and casino, many shops. He has the police. When I came here, my friend the museum man said to me, be careful of Mr. Treskillen. He is killing people who try to stop him. Same as your uncle.
6: Uncle Jim was killed? Jim,
3: Yes. You didn't know? Oh, I am saying wrong thing. I am sorry I did an error. No,
6: no, Dorota, I'm glad you told me, but... I was told it was suicide.
3: I was in here when Triskelin men killed him. I saw, and I was very afraid. Who do I say to? The men see me, they will
6: kill me also. It's okay, Dorota, I understand, but... You're sure it wasn't an accident? They... they took him
3: to the end of the pier. They... how you say... Oof. Threw him off? Yes. His hands, his feet. Tied. A big stone.
6: No accident. <sighs> so, how am I gonna tell Tiff?
3: Tiffany was on Pier She arrived late, and she ran after. Him. She saw it? She knew? She didn't call... Who can she call? The police? One of police's on pier killed Jim. This is
6: sick. I've got to do something. Treskillen killed Jim. He will kill you also. Don't worry, Dorota. I'll be careful.
3: Careful is not enough.
2: See this? This is your stinking jewelry. And your stinking money. All of it. I've got the money I need. You can keep it and your curse with it.
6: Uh, Please. Put the knife away. I
2: never meant to take it. I'm not a bad man.
6: You okay, Tarota? Did he cut you? No. Oh, thank God. My ring. Thank
3: you, Carla. The money is not enough, but... It's enough. Hello.
6: Are you doing fortunes? I'm going to leave you to your work. He won't be back. Thank you, Carla.
3: Come in, darling. Come sit down. Come on, Freddy. She's not going to bite you.
6: You listen to her, kid. She's real good. Believe me.
4: (laughs) You were great, Dale. Seeing you belly dancing, even made up for having to sit through that bloody panto again. Hey, not so much with the laughing. That was improvised, that was. Standing in at the last minute, man, the ultimate in professionalism. It was. And I'm proud of you. You were? You've got a little makeup left on.
5: I know. I look good in lipstick, but.
4: Thank you. Wow. Is that all it took? If I'd known I'd have got my diaphanous trousers out months ago. I meant thank you for getting us Georgie's phone number. Seems it worked.
5: Aye, it worked in getting the place done over and haven't to do a
4: routine at five minutes' notice. But you saved the day. Was not much to do with me. Although, uh, if you're giving out prizes... That was really good of you. Really unselfish. Um, for once. Yeah. And it worked too. I got a text from Carla in the interval. He must have run straight there because they got it all back. All of it? What about the box office takings? Did they catch him? She didn't say. Hang on. I'll see if we have an update. Listen, uh, Tiff, before you ring Carla, um, I've got that acting gig, that TV pilot. It's a small part, but we're all the same. It um, starts on Monday. That's great, Dale. You finally did it. Uh, but it means going up north for a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, and uh, I'm not sure if we what? should. Uh... Wait, it's from Carla. Oh, Dale. Gone to check out Tress Killen. See you tomorrow. See.
5: We've got to talk about where Look we're... Look all
4: that. He'll kill her. Just like he did... Like
5: he
6: did my uncle? Carla,
4: what are Dale,
6: I... Tiff and I need to talk. Anything you need to say to Tiff? It's my own business, thank you, Dale. Carla. Why didn't you tell me, Tiff? Well, at first... We were partners, Remember? What? You didn't think Triskillen was worth, I don't know, mentioning? You would have wanted to investigate. Yes, I would. I lost Jim. I didn't want to lose you too. That's my choice. I don't need you lying to protect me. Hiding tapes. I didn't hide any tapes. You were my guide to this town. You were my friend, Tiff. I thought I could trust you. You can. Oh, so, um, when were you going to tell me about Annie? Annie? What else have you been keeping from me? I made a promise. She's a fortune teller. She's not a fortune... Forget it, Tiff. I don't know enough about what's going on in Red Sands right now. I thought you could help me, but... Clearly, I need to sort this out for myself. Carla, it's dangerous. So I need to be careful and I can't trust anyone. Anyone, Tiff. I'll pay your salary for the rest of the month, but don't come in tomorrow. Okay? Carla...
1: So, Dorota got her valuables back. Georgie Lloyd got hauled in by the police before he could get to Trescaline with his money. Or maybe Trescaline took the cash and called the cops on Lloyd himself. Who knows? Georgie Lloyd got bail, and that was his end. The next morning, amongst the usual driftwood and affluent, the incoming tide washed a body into Red Sands Bay. A large guy, well, bound hand and foot, flecks of gold peeling from his fingernails. The verdict of the police report was suicide. And as for me, well, that was my final cue. The odds were too high. I had to get back to Red Sands and Carla, even if it killed me. Again.
0: Featuring the voice talents of Marley Norton as Carla, Tiffany Brayford as Tiffany, M.G. Coburn as Dorota, Shane Harris as Jim, Ashworth Gannison as Georgie, Stephen J. Cohen as Kenneth Michael Hudson as Nick Stevie K. Farnaby as Dale Perry Whittle as Spudsy Audio Alan as Sally Perry Whittle as the box office manager Ara Pallodi as the girl and Anna Rodriguez and Perry Whittle as the crowd. Written and directed by Fiona Thrale, Edited by Marley Norton. Theme music by Saffron. Additional music by Popo Razvan, Michael Schicciano, and Sylphus. Available at Newsgrounds. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2009 Pendant Productions.
1: For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.